Thank you for checking out the Media Marketing Podcast, a place where you can learn all things media and marketing related. Don't miss a beat in boosting your business and your brand. In each episode, you'll gain valuable insights, tools, and strategies to apply to your marketing efforts. And now your host, Brian Cargill. Welcome back to the Media Marketing Podcast. I'm joined by Ryan Mason, recently named by Yahoo as one of the top 12 entrepreneurs to watch in 2020, is the savvy founder and CEO behind Lux Brand, America's leading luxury shoelace provider, of which has been featured on Good Morning America, NFL Network, Foot Locker Stores, and on over 30 athletes and celebrities, and BizBuzz, providing integrated marketing automation software and services for over 250 small and medium-sized businesses. In each of these roles, Ryan is known as a disruptive force with an eye for setting new standards of excellence, and he never shies away from the opportunity to tackle new and interesting challenges. Ryan believes that people process and platform are the key elements to building a powerful business, and he's here to share the benefits of that approach with others. Ryan, how are you doing? Brian, I'm well. I'm super excited to join you today, so thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the podcast. It was, uh, I was excited when I saw that you had reached out and I was like, yeah, let's make this happen. It'd be cool to, um, you know, talk about entrepreneurship, talk about marketing and all of those like things that go into building a successful brand. Um, right. Yeah. And you know a little bit about those things. Do you want to talk about um, maybe your background and history with uh, building businesses? Sure, sure. So, For me, um, my story is pretty interesting. It all kind of started in in high school, and my single biggest dream was basically to go on and play professional football like my father. I wanted to follow in his footsteps and and be better. You know, I I really, really had a big family that was really dedicated to sports and mainly football. So for me, everything kind of revolved around that, per se. Um, but going into high school, um, getting ready to go to college, my father told me one thing, and it was pretty simple. He said, Ryan, all you have to do is perform, and your dreams will eventually come true, okay? So with that in mind, I did just that. I was very fortunate enough to um, break a few records in, in football for tackles in a season, in a game, and also in a career. And... For me, it's so funny because this is this kind of led me to the first moment that I realized that life was not linear. So for me, what this looked like was going to a big school and just living out the dream. I, will, I wanted to go to the Alabamas and the Auburns of the world, and I would even go to a lot of those uh, – camps where I would perform alongside some of their other recruits. One thing about me is that, honestly, I am that person who has always been, you know, staying after hours, who've always, you know, just showed immense passion and immense effort. Um, But for the first time in my life, I hit a roadblock. So for me, what ended up happening was that these big schools, although I did perform and I had the stats um, and, I, and a lot of times they were actually better than some of those big athletes. For me, it was more so of my size. So a lot of those schools got back with me and said, Ryan, we love you, you know, everything you're doing, but honestly, you, you're a little undersized, you know, and, and I understood that. And it just, well, I didn't at the time. Um, 
and I, well, I take that back. I did not, I still don't understand it. But for me, my pitch was, hey, I'm, my stats are almost doubling some of your number one recruits. What's going on? And we play in the same conference in football. But I was fortunate enough to eventually get a scholarship. So I ended up getting a scholarship to the University of North Alabama, which is where I started um, to continue my sports career. And from there, Basically, you know, a, a couple of years down the road, about three years in, I realized that I was not in a happy place at all. I realized that things were just not lining up the way that I envisioned them to line up. So this put, you know, uh, it, it basically put me in a state to where I needed to think about what I was going to do for the rest of my life. For me, it was more so... Uh, you know, just taking a step back and figuring out, okay, Ryan, um, you're unhappy here. You know, how, how do I take those next steps? And one of the biggest things that came to my mind was potentially leaving a full scholarship and pursuing something that I could see myself doing later on in life, okay? So you can only imagine how that conversation actually went um, amongst my parents and everything else. But to make a really, really long story short, um, I was dealing with a lot of immense pressure uh, from just literally just that I was putting on myself. I didn't want to be seen as a failure for leaving a scholarship. I didn't want people to disown me, especially from my own family, just having a football pedigree. I didn't want to be marked as that guy who just didn't make it. All right. So that was one of the biggest driving factors for me to go and try to figure out how to make myself um, successful. And my first idea that I had was for a luxury shoelace company. So it's so funny because for me, starting this luxury shoelace company called Lux Brand was literally a means to an end. It was for me a reason to go to my parents and say, Ryan, you know, uh, or to say, Mom and Dad, I'm not crazy because I have an idea, right? Or I have something that I'm going to be focused on and working on. And it took some time, <laughs> but eventually I did leave a full scholarship, and I started my first company, which was called Lux Brand. When did that uh, first idea for Lux Brand – and thank you for telling that story. That was awesome. Like, uh, it's very, like, inspiring because I think that's a, a very similar story to a lot of the entrepreneurs that are listening to this podcast have. Um, but like, when did that first idea of Lux Brand, like, when did that start? Was that when you were still playing football? Was that when you were in school? Like, do you yes. remember that moment? I do, I do. It was actually, I was still playing football at that time. I had got a very small break in between, I think it was Christmas break, actually. So I had that break, and that was only for a couple of weeks, maybe two or three weeks. And this was my first time to really, like, figure out what I was going to do. Because at this point, my parents or my mom and my grandfather could already sense that I kind of had a lost love for the game. And they could already sense that I, my mind was not in the right place. Or I wasn't in the same headspace that I used to be in. So did that's kind of when you were thinking about Lux Brand during this time. Like, did you not tell all. them that much about it? Okay. <laughs> well, actually, it's, it's so funny because... One day when I first just decided to start venturing into, you know, maybe customizing shoes, for me, I took apart a Air Force One, an old Air Force One, and I cut it up with, with knives and blades, and 
I was like, man, you know, th there's some potential here. I'm very crafty. I'm creative. Instead of me drawing on a shoe, maybe I can recreate a shoe. And I quickly realized that, oh, man, I don't have the resources or the time um, to learn how to do this, this skill or learn this trade, but also to travel and, and, and spend money, you know, doing this. So basically, I was resourceful and I started using old shoes that I could find around the house. And my parents were like kind of just walking through and walking by and just noticing things and seeing stuff and, and, and looking at me like, what are you doing? Is this a school project or something? But I, I, you could tell the look on their face that they were like just puzzled, <laughs> kind of just like I was puzzled, right? <laughs> so they were like seeing some progress and they saw that like there was something kind of happening there. That's, that's awesome. Right. Right. And so you kind of like build, yeah, just kind of like, and that's what I find that's really fascinating about entrepreneurship that it's, it's just kind of a little tinkering. It's like, oh, like kind of having a little idea and they like you work on it a little bit and it grows a little bit more and grows a little bit more and it morphs and maybe changes over time as well. Right. Right. I, I agree. You know, for me, when I first got started, I, I didn't know anything about business, anything. Um, I just, honestly, I had just this drive and that's, what I feel like has made me successful is just having that drive and being, uh, you know, falling in love with the journey because then the, the times you bump your head don't sting as bad. Right. Um, but you know, there also, you, you're, you'll understand that you can take advantage of those, those, you know, losses that you take and leverage it the next opportunity. So basically, yes, it is all about, you know, basically trying new things, starting or dreaming big, and then starting small, and then finding ways that you can actually innovate. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I just wanted to give like the uh, the audience some some background and some context, and then bringing everyone up to speed. Today, you've had some like really big, like major wins in the last uh, like couple of years here with. Um, like congrats again on the top 12 entrepreneurs to watch in 2020. And then you mentioned before the podcast started, you also got an award today. Um, do you want to tell the audience a little bit yeah. about that award? <laughs> sure. So Fox News named me as one of the top entrepreneurs to watch during COVID. So it's been a journey. I remember when COVID first started, I was just like, geez, what in the world is happening in America? Um, and then you know, obviously I, I watched also, we've had a ton of clients and people just for me having a, a, a marketing business or software company as well, uh, just watching the struggle and the pain that so many people were going through. So it's definitely, you know, it's definitely humbling, but also it's very rewarding in the sense that, hey, this is proof that you can actually come out of this in a good shape you know you just got to find those ways to to achieve and find the what those ways to put your head down and keep going definitely a big thank you to our sponsors over at songtub.com that's right song or music and a tub like a bath but more fun to say tub tub anyway you can check out songtub's website for any of your music needs in fact the song playing in the background right now is from songtub so why pick them over anyone else? Well, they curate the music. And I know the guys, so that means I know that they're selecting great music for your project. A lot of other companies will brag about how many songs they have, maybe 100,000, 200,000, maybe even a million. But 
honestly, I don't have time for that. I don't have the time to just sit down and go next, 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 the song, not so great. You know, trying to figure out where the best music is. Songtub.com, great place to get your music. And now I'm excited to offer you the first month for free if you go to songtub.com slash pro, P-R-O, and we have a promo code for you. Yes, that's right. My name, your host, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, and that will give you your first month free to have access to a huge music library that you can use towards your next video project, podcast, or any of your general audio needs. Anyway, back to the show. And this is... uh. Yeah, this is a really challenging time for everyone. And so like, that's awesome that you've made yourself a resource for everybody to be able to just like learn and be able to like implement some of these key things that are important for business. Um, You know, I think one of your strengths is marketing automation. Um, Do you want to talk about that for some of the listeners? Um, There might even be some of the listeners that don't even know anything about marketing automation. So maybe starting at square one for some people. Sure. So basically, when we talk about marketing automation, if you think of it in this way, automating a process is basically finding ways to make that process as efficient as possible. Okay. So that could be as simple as making a checklist, or that could be as simple as having, you know, uh, or as complex as having AI and basically data and also software help you in those repeatable processes okay so when the terms in terms of marketing automation um basically from me starting this company my first company looks brand i was in small town alabama and for me i had to be extremely creative to figure out how can i touch markets Um, in New York? How can I touch other fashion cities around the country and potentially outside of the country? So what this made me do, because I didn't have a lot of those resources, I had to be really, really creative. I had to be really resourceful, right? And after doing that for so long, it kind of became normal. And in the midst of it, and this is why I tell people all the time, you know, me going to a small school and, and, and being in a small area happened to be one of the best things that happened to me because this sparked so much interest from the local community that people or local businesses were reaching out to me for help. And when they started to reach out to me, I would always give them the time of day. And what I realized was that that resourcefulness and that creativity is what a lot of them just didn't have anymore. They were so used to running a business the same way that they started it. And as we all know, times change. And and unfortunately today they change really fast, right? So for me, I began to help those companies out, okay? And along the way, I realized that there are some things that they shouldn't have to really struggle with. Um, And basically those, those simple things were basically managing their listings, their reputation, their social media channels, their website, and also their advertising. So what we've done is basically we've built a a platform. And I started the company, it's called BizBuzz, by the way. But we built a platform that allows my customers to, or our customers to actually do all of this stuff and manage this from one single place, okay? So 
basically there's no need to go to five different social media channels and post on individual platforms. There's no need to go to 30 different review sites and monitor and manage those different reviews. There's no need to go to your website and manage all of that stuff from a separate platform. What we've done now is put everything into one place so that basically that process can be managed 10 times easier. So what's unique about us is we can also we give you that software, but we also can perform services on top of that. So if you need us to do some of the heavy lifting for you, then we can absolutely dive in and dive under the hood to do something like that for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's huge. I think for I think that I, like for a lot of entrepreneurs, myself included, like like you mentioned, you're in the processes every day, but you're not always yep. questioning like what are the different processes and how can they be improved. Right. And um, you know, for me, I just implemented a software that I've been putting off uh, using for like a year. I implemented <laughs> it, and now I've saved myself a good like. 10 minutes, 20 minutes a week, but over yeah. the course of a year, that's a lot of time saved. Yeah, it is. That, that's true. And we have to realize that, you know, there are ways that we can actually speed up the process and save ourselves not only time, but money as well. So that's important. Definitely. So that's awesome. Um, Do we kind of touch upon everything? We uh, talked about your uh the shoelace brand we talked about marketing automation you also do public speaking right you do a, a ton of things i just want to make sure that we highlight <laughs> all of them because i think it's important to just let uh the viewers you know the audience know that there's a lot of different ways that they can kind of uh, i don't know f follow you or like follow your personal brand as you're like managing sure. these other businesses and stuff it's very impressive so thank you thank you yeah sure so um one of the big things you know I definitely wanted to talk about the book that I'm releasing. Um, and, you know, you asked me a question right before this, but I'm going to get back to that one. So the digital playbook was ba is basically what I've done is I'm a firm believer in people processing platform. Okay, so people processing platform, those are the three key ingredients to building a powerful business. All right, so it goes like this. The right people drive leads, um, they help with conversions, um, they get attention, and basically those people follow a proven process, okay? And they use software or a platform to do that at scale, okay? So do you see how those, inter those intertwine together? So basically, um, the purpose of the digital playbook was basically to make sure that I gave people the process and not just the platform. So I wanted to brain dump everything that I've done within my company, whether that's Good Morning America, NFL Network, Foot Locker Stores, but also um, some of you know information from my other mentors like Dennis Yu about the Golden State Warriors all into this one single book, okay? And that's called the Digital Playbook. So that is actually going to be releasing um, October the 24th for pre-sale. So it'll be available for $1.99 then. But I wanted to not just give people the platform, but I also wanted to show them a step-by-step -step guide on how to be successful on their own as well. We know um, at right now it's, it's very challenging times. And we know that, you know, hey, it, there are some things that you can do on your own. And we want to make sure that we're giving that value to you guys. So that's what we do for the digital playbook. 
That's awesome. And that's great. That, uh, that's coming out pretty soon. Uh, again, October 24th. And that all of those links that we've been mentioning that we've been talking about in the show are going to be in the show description. But uh, that's exciting. Uh, are you guys going to be doing some kind of like social media stuff leading up to it? Should yeah, we're, we're, correct. All you guys on Instagram or some other places as well? Absolutely. So Instagram is one of my, my bigger platforms. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn, but Instagram is at the great underscore Mason. And LinkedIn, of course, is at Ryan D. Mason. And you should be able to f find me from there. Nice. I'm just adding it to the, add it to the show notes. Um, that's awesome. Let's see. Well, I think we're kind of like moving along through the, like kind of the outline. Were you, um, are there any trends that you're kind of seeing right now that, uh, businesses might be able to take advantage of or is there some kind of tool that really stands out in your mind right now yeah um i think one of the biggest trends um that we have to understand is that basically right now word of mouth is still one of the most important marketing um trends to, to kind of go with right word of mouth is extremely powerful but what I do want to help you guys understand is that word of mouth is now happening online. Okay. So if you think about this, right, it's almost like this Amazon, right? Most of us shop on Amazon, but I can almost guarantee you 10 times out of 10 that if you shop on Amazon, you're going to go and look at the reviews. You're going to see what other people have to say about that product. And you're going to formulate an opinion about that product based off of what other people have to say. And it's the same way for services as well, okay? So one of the things that I really want to teach is that basically we got to understand that there are several core things that you need to do before you get into running ads and bringing hundreds of thousands of viewers to your business, okay? And that's making sure that you have the reputation and the credibility and the authority in place before then, all right? And when you do have that in place, it makes your conversions extremely, extremely, extremely simple. Okay. So I just want to make sure, I think that is one of the biggest trends that I can see is that a lot of small businesses kind of forget that piece. And I think it's so, so critical to make sure that you are on top of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so for a lot of industries, that's like kind of having credentials, like obviously if you're going to be in the, wellness space, it helps and makes a big difference to be a doctor, you know, of psychology or something like that, right? Or Yeah, yeah, it makes a huge difference to be known as the expert in that industry. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and so like a lot of people, I mean, that's where um, it's interesting to see like kind of personal branding. So you have people like pre-social media and then you have people, you know, post-social media that are rising like, you know, through what am I trying to say here? Like, it's just, it's different branding yourself today than it was like five years ago um, okay. in terms of your personal brand. So like, what are some of your recommendations to some of those like experts in those fields for how they can brand themselves more effectively? Yeah. So uh, I think one of the, one of the things strategies that are in my book is, and this, there, the book has tons of strategies, but one of them is basically, you know, how to generate authority. Okay. So when it terms, in terms of personal branding, I like to think of it like this. Personal branding allows you to basically build your business. So 
in terms of building that authority, there's a couple of ways to actually do it. Okay, so one of the first things is to create a topic wheel. Okay, and in this topic wheel, it's literally super simple. And we have, like I said, this is all in the book, but basically in this topic wheel, you can find three to or six topics that are important to you. Okay, and I suggest that you basically choose three um, personal topics and three professional topics. The reason being is because when you create content later on, people want to know the real you. People want to know your personal side as well as your professional side, okay? They don't want to see all of your professional stuff all day long, okay? So it's a good blend of, uh, of things that you want to make sure you are listing on those topics. So once you have those topics, if you could think about three figureheads or three experts in those topics, and basically list those guys out, okay? Once you have listed those and you know who they are and you understand their content and you know that they're the expert, what you can then do is reach out to those people in very unique and strategic ways, commenting on their, their blogs, their posts, you know, giving thoughtful insights, um, you know, giving them recommendations, giving value to them, and eventually, what you should be able to do is potentially create content with them and around them, okay? So what I mean by that is, let's say that Gary V or Gary Vaynerchuk is one of my experts in the entrepreneurship space. Well, what I can do is I can basically make sure that I'm very present, I'm commenting, I am, you know, giving thoughtful insights, I am giving him value, and then eventually I can ask to be on his show or either to, for him to come on my show um, to interview him. And once you've created that content, what happens is you are gonna, so you're gonna be seen as um, someone who is close to or associate, an associate of Gary Vee, correct? So once you have that content, Basically, you can post and share that content and continue doing so and so forth. And that is how you build authority in your industry. That is how you become the expert. And that is how you are actually able to use or leverage your personal brand to build your business. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a sweet or a really good way of looking at it. And I think because it can get really overwhelming and having those three, like you mentioned, um, you know, Gary Vee being a, a great influential person to look to a um, handful of other people as well. And it's kind of like whoever resonates with you individually is who you sh should probably look to as a, a, as a North star for like, you know, not uh, just interacting with them, like being conscious right. of who you're interacting with. Cause I think um, right. the average person is just going to be like kind of scrolling through their social right. media feeds, you know, liking whatever. But if you actually take a, you know, a conscious approach to it and try to build those relationships, right. um, those digital relationships, which is just amazing to be able to say, you know, and you know, that that's even possible. Um, right. And, and it doesn't have to be someone as big as Gary V. It can literally be a local, you know, person of influence. It could be someone at your church. It could be anyone who is a local person of influence who aligns with those topics in the topic wheel. Definitely. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, local or global. It's just, uh, it's, it's amazing. I haven't interviewed anyone like in a, like on the, 
Well, actually, I did an interview with someone over in Europe for, for one podcast. So that was kind of cool. So that's my, wow. my f- furthest uh, connection of, uh, you know, for communication, I guess, for the podcast. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, what's, what's like your favorite part of your day-to-day, you know, activities? I think uh, my f- favorite part of the day is at the beginning of the day. Um, I just really enjoy just talking to all of my team and kind of just brainstorming and strategizing on how we're going to tackle the day and how we're going to be- become successful. I would say that that's probably the favorite part of the day. And it's really because I've found a happy place and I just really love the journey as well. So I think that's important, but we we'll definitely have to say that it's at the beginning of the day. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a good outlook and a great way to start. Like, um, do you? So when you're when you're pro, like just talking about the beginning of the day, and I think this will just give people a little bit of insight, and then we'll we can get back to like talking more of like kind of marketing strategies. But like when you approach the the start of your day, um, do you uh, like start with like smaller tasks, or do you start with like just one big task and get kind of start working on it for like thirty minutes to an hour? Like, how do you like to approach your day? Yeah, I usually like to start with um, like just, well, in terms of business, there's a quite a few things that I like to practice and do before we get into the business part of the day. But in terms of business, I usually start with just looking over some of our customer portfolios, just taking a look, seeing, you know, how they are, what they're doing, um, and, and kind of strategizing on how can we help them be more successful within their business. So then that kind of goes into one-on-ones or team meetings. So early in the week, we'll do team meetings, but then we'll break away into kind of some one-on-one sessions with employees. And from there, um, I am, you know, going into uh, meetings or lunch potentially. Okay. So after lunch, lunch, I try to unplug, honestly, I try to unplug and, and not really think about work because, you know, as entrepreneurs, it's very important to let your brain and your mind rest. So after that, I kind of get into um, some more just project management stuff to figure out what projects we have going on and how can I be as resourceful as possible for um, the, you know, some of our, our employees that are actually working. And then from there, I kind of get into some more meetings and then the day is over. So that's kind of what my workday usually looks like. So every once in a while I pick up, uh, you know, or usually every night I pick up at night and I just kind of do some very, very light work for about an hour or two um, during night. But I, I make sure I kind of start shutting my brand off in time um, to, to get a good night's rest. That's awesome. A cactus knows how to survive. It can endure scorching heat, limited rainfall, and defends itself against critters daily. Your business is no different. To survive harsh conditions, it's important to develop deep roots using media content that'll continuously nourish and support your marketing efforts day after day. Tactus Media is here to help you determine a strategy and create media content. Together, let's map out the next sequence of videos, podcasts, and social media to help your business thrive. Work with Tactus Media, media tactics that stick. Ouch. Visit tactusmedia.com to learn more. Man, you are a busy guy. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's like, no, that's, uh, that's kind of what it takes to um, get things going all the time. And um, Absolutely. it sounds like, yeah, like you mentioned, good 
practices for un- unwinding like at lunch and things like that so um right right do you so Mar- uh maybe you can just talk about you know video is one aspect of the like media marketing podcast another part of it is audio which is like through podcasts and i know bot- uh, podcasting is a big part of uh your marketing strategy do you want to talk about um maybe like what uh, opportunities podcasting has like provided for you or you know sure, some sure. Of your strategies sure I, I like to think of it in this way right on a podcast you get to do a couple of things it's basically public speaking that's that's what it is right so if you think about pitching you know your or giving your value to your you know potential clients in most cases you have to do it one-on-one at all times okay and in a lot of cases, um, you actually don't get to be in a room full of people who um, have your attention, okay? So podcast allows me to, to actually just go in, have a natural conversation, and not be too salesy, and basically talk through some of the values that, you know, that I, that I value, okay? And another thing, another way to think about this is not only just obviously being you know in a amongst several people but also taking this content and chopping it up and reusing it and repurposing it to create and which this is some of the strategies that i talk about in the book but basically taking this content to use it um to establish your authority and your expertise in your industry so that's one of the things I really, really like about, you know, getting on podcasts and joining them and sharing my, my knowledge and my expertise. But also, you know, the biggest thing is I just want to make sure that people understand the strategies that I use um, because, of course, I have an entire business around helping those guys achieve success just as I have. So as I grow, my number one goal is to, reach down and, 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 or reach around and help people grow just like I am. Yeah. And I just want to say like a big thank you for like kind of passing the buck along or like passing the elevator down, like saying, Hey, you know, this is what it took for me to get where I'm at. And like, uh, passing a lending hand. That's like, it's very helpful for, for people. And, um, yeah, I can only imagine right now, like as a, you know, a young entrepreneur coming out of like high school, or maybe you just uh, graduated from college, any number of things, like right. maybe you just want to have a career change. Like having right. someone like yourself as a resource is, is awesome. So, um, thank you. Anywhere that people, so if people go to your website, anywhere they should check out in particular for sign up for, uh, like any tools or resources there. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to give you a, a couple of options here. The first one is Lux Brand. So that's the luxury shoelace company. All right, if you want to go and check that out and, and get laced up, you can go to Lux, L-U-X-E, dash brand.com. So luxbrand.com. The next thing you can go, um, if you want to work with me directly, or if you want to just simply get started for free, um, or purchase the book, you can go to ryandmason.com. And you can basically, the options are going to be right there at the top of the page. And um, if you want to actually sign up for the pre-sale for the book, you can scroll down to about middle of the page and then sign up from there. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, there you go, guys. You, you make it really easy for people to like follow along. I think um, 
one of the biggest things like I've always taken away from like learning and education is like giving people the option to either like watch it in video form or listen right. in audio form or being able to read right. or like those are all different ways of people being able to access your content. And I think that's great that you do that for, Thank for you. your audience. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, anything else people should know before we kind of wrap up? Well, I think, you know, most of it has been put out there. One last thing, you know, if you do, um, you know, need a couple of tools. So we actually have a free version of our toolkit and it's called the Express Toolkit. And basically you can actually get started right away um, just by the click of a button and you'll have access. But basically with that toolkit, um, you can actually manage your listings, your reputation, your social, your website, and even your advertising all from one place. So all you have to do is go to rondymason.com and then hit the get started for free button and it will take you to, to the sign up. That's awesome. So people will have all the tools right there. Ryan, I really appreciate it. That's uh, yeah, you guys heard it. Go check out the links or they'll be down posted below in the description. Uh, Ryan, really appreciate it. Book coming out October 24th. Congratulations again. Thank you. And uh, Thank you, yeah, until next time. Until next time, brother. Take care. All right. Take care. I want to say a big thanks for tuning into the Media Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe to get notifications for new episodes, which are coming out every Thursday morning, or at least we're striving for that. Uh, feel free to visit our Facebook page where you can like and join the Media Marketing Community. This is a good resource for collaborating, sharing ideas with other media creators, marketers, and those just looking to build their network. So until next time.